Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're listening from. I hope you're having a great day. It's Saturday and you know what? This is all about you today. Personal care where you take a deep breath and realize you need to make time for you. I know it's always um, the expected that Saturday mornings you get up early and start to do the things you couldn't get to do the whole week. You know what I use my Saturdays for? I get up late. Because I have to work later or have to go to the shop later, which is where I kind of get a boost of energy from. But I'm not going to rush my day. I'm going to wake up when my body feels rested. And this is why it's important, guys, that on a Friday night, you take time out to also start to decongest your whole week. If you've worked Monday to Friday, you start to decongest. The whole idea that Friday night is when you go party or you go out and have fun is just a little bit of extension of your stress levels before you crash. And this is why having to get up on Saturday morning early even becomes, you know, it's a weight on a lot of people's shoulders. Because whether you like it or not, you still need to get up and face the reality that you've got to clean up, cook up and go shopping or do whatever it takes to make your next week properly organized. So why why torture yourself? So this whole idea of Fridays being the night where you exhaust yourself or the night where you add on whatever you've been through the week, you go out and you add on the extra quote-unquote fun that you'll have is just a little bit more tasking on the body. So guess what I do? I'll take my time. Saturday morning is the morning I don't want you to remind me of what I've got to do. I don't need anyone telling me what to do. It's the day that I set my own agenda. And guess what? By 11 anyways, I gotta be somewhere. So between my 5 a.m. and my 10 a.m., I'll do whatever I want to do. And the days that I choose that I really need that self-care... I could take my time till noon and figure out the rest of my day. So what is your Saturday like? How do you cope? And how do you manage your week so that you're not totally exhausted by the weekend? If you're a business owner like me, you set your hours. And for me, Saturday is the end of my week. It's a special day that I get to, you know, meet most of the customers, most of my clients, I get to reach most of the family members that I'd like to just catch up with. Um, I'm not going to exhaust myself before I get there. So to those of you who find that you can't break out of this cycle, just start with your Friday. Start with your Friday night. Take a deep breath. Take a hot bath. Read a book. Say your prayers. Think of how you would manage your weekend. Because honestly, 48 hours is a lot of time if you're not exhausted by the first hour of Saturday. And so to all those who figure out how to manage their time on as productive as can be, kudos to you. But some of you who admire the rest of us who find that we can control what we do, I say it's a very simple decision you've got to make very simple decision. I 
cannot allow anyone to set my agenda for me. It's not been who I was. It's never been who I am. And however that English sounded, it's because I'm so relaxed right now. And I hope that listening to this calms you as well, helps you realize how others are coping. And for the way that you go about your week next time, if you can just take one step at a time, claw back instead of taking Friday night till 2 a.m., take it back to midnight and to 10 p.m. and then to 8 p.m. And I tell you, you realize how much more energy and time you have left to do the rest of your weekend. So yeah, it's Khadija Hillary again, just sharing my Saturday, hoping that it helps whoever chooses, you know, to, to listen and, you know, try out. Things that we experience are all common experiences. If you're listening to me, you feel the same way, great. If you don't, great. But yeah, that's my raw truth. Happy weekend. Hello and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Cycle for Personal Care. So my Roth Truth Diaries comes to you from my heart and from my experiences and from my coaching and everything else that I kind of put together. Uh, I call it wisdom. And wisdom comes with the ages, if you understand what I mean. If you're listening and you're young and in your 20s or in your 30s and you're feeling exhausted now or just overwhelmed, perhaps you have plans, you dream about certain things you want to do, this is what I would say to you. Because guess what? This is what I did and this is what I said to my um 20-year-old self when I started to realize. So to a 20, a 30, even a 40-year-old, this is what I'd say. I could never really get much done without setting goals. Setting an agenda for every single day has been a habit that I formed for a very long time. Even before I was taught as success principles, I had this habit because back in the day, what we did was journal. You wrote everything down. Today, the world is so fast-paced. We're using our phones, we're using internet, but we're not journaling as much. And so even writing things to paper is not a very common art nowadays. And even on our phones, we've got all these apps that we can take and set goals and write notes and even journal. How many of you are truly doing that? So this is what I'll say. If you can take your time back to you know, reflect on the old basic pen and paper. Have a small notepad and a pen beside your bed at night. Set the goals one little goal at a time, one day at a time. So if you're looking to find time in your day, you've got to write it down. How do you know you're going to get an extra two hours if you don't plan your day? When are those two hours going to be? Is it at the beginning, middle, or end of your day? What are the things you've got to do tomorrow to be productive? What are the things you have to do on a Monday to achieve something on a Friday? What are the things that must happen first thing in the morning so that you can wrap them up by the end of the day? These are the kind of questions I ask myself. And these are the kind of questions I ask my clients to get everyone in perspective. 
for what your day, your week, even the next couple hours is going to look like. If you truly took the time to even plan one hour, one hour, guys, you got a lunch break and you can truly plan it and to the very five minute detail, you can tell what you would be doing. You can translate that into every aspect of your life and find time for you. So how do you get to find time? When do you get to find time? It's not a specific time that you set aside. I hear a lot of people say, oh, I'll find time soon. I'm definitely going to take time out soon to take care of myself. It is not about saying it, guys. It is about planning it. So you want to take time soon? means you're going to have to sit down today, look at your whole week, your whole month, your whole year possibly, and figure out when that time is going to be. You're going to mark it out on a calendar, and you're going to start planning towards that day. You're going to claw back before that day, see how much time you have. All the important things you've got to do, you have to list them according to priority. And then you start to do them one after the other, because by that day, you should have done some certain things, and then the rest can wait. So whether this is a job, a business, a service, work from home or work at work, it doesn't matter. This is you and your time. you got to plan it. So back when I worked, every January, I would actually call around family and say, hey, who's getting married this month? I mean, this year. It sounds funny, but I was looking at my whole year and trying to plan my whole year out. So for those of you who, by the end of the year, are thinking New Year resolutions and you just set them for January, you've got to look and think bigger than that, guys. We've got to take, I remember December 2019 when I thought 2020 was such a big month. I mean, such a big year. I knew something remarkable was happening in 2020. I had called my siblings and I said, look, I had inspired everyone around me and I said everyone needed to believe that 2020 was going to be a big year. It was going to be the year that you could decide what you would do, the year that you could put your best foot forward and achieve your goals and dreams because 2020 sounded so special. And so we prayed and we hoped and we dreamt and we, you know, we set goals. But guess what? 2020 came and to our dismay, may have gone wrong for everybody but if you had plans and you kind of knew what you were going to do for your work your business or your you know job you were thinking starting your own thing I don't think for so many of us who actually had plans and set goals that 2020 derailed us very much it may have slowed down growth it may have slowed down sales it may has it may have knocked off sales in fact but then yet again, it was the year where things took shape. Business decisions were made different. Our clients and meetings were held different. Deliveries were, you know, making a comeback. And so much more that if you already had a plan, all you needed to do was tweak it to match the circumstances. And when you were completely shut down if there were plans in place uh, it was easy to sit and be real with yourself to know what direction you wanted to take 
And so regardless of how 2020 has ended or is ending for so many of us, especially business owners who've suffered this and workers who've lost their jobs and health workers who are fatigued and exhausted, I say take deep breath now. Plan the next day, the next week, the next month, and still your next year. And let's together come out of this. To all those we've lost in 2020, we owe them to figure out how to keep going, how to figure out the safest ways to engage in the world, to figure out how we can help heal this world, to figure out how we can help save the planet from further decay. We owe them to be responsible with our sciences, to be responsible with our governments and our votes. We owe them to take a step back and rethink how we do things, the things that we're used to, the things that we kept doing over and over and that we never really realized was a vicious circle, regardless of what industry, what segment of society, what race you are, what religion you are. COVID-19 didn't care, right, guys? So this is the year of reckoning. This was the year of reset. And this is the year that you can sit down and focus on what you were meant to do. If God has spared you till now, and 2020 is about to wrap up, and you still have not sat down to think about your goals and your dream, and what you were meant to be to contribute to this world, this is the time to do it. It's time for you to figure out what your role is. Because guess what? Just like a football team, a sports team, everyone's got a role to play. Every single one of us has a role to play. So to 2020 wrapping up, to all the religious holidays, you know, merging, let's have faith that this year too shall pass But what are you going to learn from it? And how are you going to carry forward? I hope this inspires you to think, to draw that pen and paper out and start writing and start setting those goals because this world is not designed for redundancy. It's not designed for people to just sit down doing nothing. It's designed for you to contribute to. And you are happiest in the process of accomplishing something. If you sit down now and you're sad and you're down on your luck and you're really depressed, please ask yourself, what can I do that I really could get doing and be happy doing? Because in the process of accomplishing something is where you're happiest and actually helps you live a longer, healthier life. So thank you for listening. It's Khadija Halliwe again, my raw truth coming from the heart. And I hope we all wrap up 2020 and safely into a new year. Thanks for listening.